T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome in. B-Mass and Beamer on WBEN. Brian Mesorowski, I'm here with you until 10 o'clock this morning. You know, sad news yesterday. That is the tough, unbelievable life of a professional wrestler. Scott Hall, Razor Ramon, passed away after complications following a hip surgery. I mean, but just the toll that takes on a body over the years. I mean, he's one of the biggest stars of the 90s, someone I grew up with. Sad to hear that yesterday, passing away. Um, but, you know, be remembered as one of, I mean, come on, one of the biggest uh, names wrestling history. R.I.P. Scott Hall, Razor Ramon. Uh, news to get to before we really get into it here. I, did you see what's going on in New York City over in Brooklyn? Uh, New York City lifted its vaccine mandate to get into like restaurants and bars and uh, everything like that. But Kyrie Irving, he plays for the Brooklyn Nets, still not allowed to take the court. Now, you might be saying, well, what, he, I thought they lifted the mandate. He should be allowed in the building. Well, he is allowed in the building. He's allowed to be in the arena, sit next to other people, join his teammates in the locker room, <laughs> go to bars, restaurants. But he's not allowed to actually play for the Nets. <laughs> really? I, Jack Eichel said it best. That's my reaction, too. He is um, still covered by an ongoing mandate in New York City. All employees for private businesses must be vaccinated. Irving's teammates speaking out. But how about that? You can come into the arena. You can do everything, but you can't step foot on the court. Don't put a pair of shorts on. For Kyrie Irving. It's still going on in New York City. Uh, but I want to focus on what's going on here in Western New York. Yesterday, announcements made about uh, federal money coming into Buffalo, Western New York, especially down by the waterfront. Um, a lot dealing with transportation. $10 million in federal funding. Everything from new electric buses uh, to Riverline projects that go through the old First Ward. You've got $1.76 million set aside for overhead charging stations at the NFTA's maintenance garage, capable of servicing 10 electric vehicles, which they're uh, using $4.84 million 
to help convert to totally electric buses. But I mean, that's just part of the investment, which seems a little off, right? I mean, that's federal money, but you look at, all right, let's see, $1.76 million for 10 electric charging stations. These charging stations must be, like, very complicated to do a bus rather than my car. When I plug my car in, it goes into an outlet, and it came free with the car. And, you know, I did myself, uh, probably cost about, you know, in total, what, $100 to run the line to the garage to get some uh, electricity in there. Uh, But this will be... So if it's $1.76 million for overhead charging stations that will service 10 electric vehicles, that means it's $176,000 per one electric bus charger. That is... That's pretty expensive. Uh, $2 million for an enclosed walkway connecting Key Bank Center with the DL&W Terminal... Now, this would, I guess, mean that the DL&W terminal is going to be active. Uh, We talked to Congressman Higgins earlier this morning. He said, you know, this could be done within 12 months. I said, really? Because we've been talking about the DL&W terminal being redeveloped and turned into an active working train station for 10 years. Uh, But he thinks it, he's confident that now that there's actually money attached to it, that the work will remain. It's one of these things that makes too much sense. Where it's like, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Uh, Why didn't anybody think to do this before? You allow trains, I mean, the trains can go in there anyway. The rail extends there anyway. It's a nice building from the outside. You turn it into a train station. And then on the second level... You let people just walk right into KeyBank Center. And then, you know, maybe it spurs them to do a little bit of something because you're not just going to cut a hole in the side of the building. You're going to have to do a little something there, too. Create an entrance on that side of the building. It spurs a little bit of a private investment in the arena, which is much needed, as a lot of people get a taste of this upcoming Thursday. I thought it was interesting, uh, the plan, the project. It seemed like a good idea. And $2 million of federal money didn't seem all that bad. The reaction uh, I got on Twitter, you know, again, it's not my idea. I'm just the messenger here. Uh, but the reaction to this project was, I, it is hilarious how different people react to these things. I mean, first off, you have somebody who says, this is, oh, this is stupid, terrible idea. Why are they even doing this? Just give me the money back instead, which I've said before on this show, I can respect that idea of, listen, I'd rather just you return the taxpayer dollars, but you got to have that for like everything. And looking at it, you know, I I replied to one person and said, well, that would be 23 cents a person, you know, and he said, I don't care. Give it back. I'm like, okay, I respect that. I actually, that's. 
way overestimating it. I was basing that on state money. If this was a state project, it's not a state project. It's a federal project, so it's less than a penny, uh, far less than a penny a person that you would end up getting. But you have those people who say, oh, you know, why even do this? Do we really need it? Or I think it would be cool. It's not that crazy of a project to use uh, federal funding for. I mean, it's certainly, if you were to ask me, it makes more sense to build that bridge, which kind of creates a a newer entrance, uh, a newer atmosphere, a a nice feel at KeyBank Center for $2 million instead of $176,000 per electric vehicle charger. That's going to happen at the NFTA barn. But then you have the other side of things where people have these, you know, what what is the setup for being disappointed? It's when expectations don't match up with reality. You have people who look at this news and say, all right, great. Now extend the whole metro rail to the south towns. Like, whoa. You know, here, here we're talking about just a little you know, tunnel bridge thing that'll go across one street. Uh, Connecting a place where trains already go to an arena that's already there. It's in the grand scheme of projects. It's not the craziest thing. But now you have people who take, and these are the people who end up getting disappointed at the end of the day, who take that and run with it. Like, all right, now you take the trains further and extend it all the way to Hamburg Orchard Park and New Era Field. Well, sorry, Highmark Stadium. And that's like, whoa! You know, do you understand what you're talking about here? You're gonna where, where, exactly? Are you gonna build this rail? How many stops do you want? Is it just just a, an express train to the stadium? And how much is that gonna cost? And are you the same person who says a billion dollars is too much for a stadium? Because I got news for you. That is, that Metro Rail announcement that you want is going to be a lot more than a, a one billion when it's all said and done. I mean, that is, it, there are two extremes, but it did get me thinking. You know, when announcements like this are made and we're waiting on within the next two weeks, we're going to have the big one about a new Bills stadium. It does get me thinking as to what do you want to see these investments made in? You know, if there is $10 million, if there is, you know, a big chunk of money coming to Buffalo and Western New York, what would you like to see that money invested in? 803-0930 if you want to join me by giving me a call or on our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. I mean, what is a good investment from the federal government, from the state? Are you the type of person who says, listen, give me roads, bridges that are maintained, repaired on time. Give me police, fire, and then that's it. Or are there improvements that you can think of that can be made that you'd rather see this money spent on? If you actually had a say in the matter... What would you think? Which, by the way, I do love the, you know, we're $10 million, over half of that announcement from yesterday is going to be used to 
turn uh, the current fleet of buses into all-electric NFTA buses. And the quote from Chuck Schumer was, this was the quote, this is going to boost Buffalo like never before. You know. If you want to get an idea of how, you know, the typical hyperbole works when it comes to these sorts of announcements, this is going to boost Buffalo like never before. (laughs) We're just, we're making the buses quieter. (laughs) Like never before, this is going to boost Buffalo. But if you look at all the $10 billion, if you look at what was announced yesterday, I mean, this new enclosed walkway from KeyBank Center to what's going to be a now functioning DL&W terminal, I mean, the stadium negotiation seems downright transparent. Who had any idea about all this stuff that was being talked about yesterday as opposed to what we know about the stadium? You know, add to it some of the the state. You know, that's federal money. What what about in the state? The Monroe County Seneca Park Zoo, $42.5 million uh, to be used for implementing visitor experience enhancements. What does that mean? Who knew about that? And compared to that, the stadium deal is downright transparent. I mean, we kind of know rough figures. We know a rough timeline. We know a location. We know kind of an idea of what it's going to look like. We know all that. We didn't know anything about these announcements from yesterday. And we typically don't know anything about a lot of these economic announcements that are made. Even if everything were to be made public, how many people would actually know what's going on? You know, what, a few people who cover it? We'd be reporting on it, but, you know, how many people would read the paperwork? That's a good question. And we talked with George Maziars, too, about the idea of, you know, me sounding ridiculous saying it, but a billion dollars... Is that actually in a 216 plus billion dollar state budget, is that actually a lot of money when it comes to what the impact of a stadium would be on Western New York and then, uh, of course, statewide, too, with some of the tax dollars going back? Because if you look at other announcements, I've brought this one up in the past. If you look at other announcements, a billion dollars doesn't always get to the level of becoming something that we're expecting now, this huge pushback from downstate lawmakers in Albany. Let's take you all the way back in time. September 23rd, 2014, Governor Cuomo announces new Solar City Gigafactory Complex at Riverbend. New York State, I mean, this was the announcement at the time, New York State will invest a total of $750 million dollars plus other state resources, to establish infrastructure, construct a $1.2 million million square foot facility, purchase required equipment that would go inside. Now, what would that announcement eventually turn into? That eventually turns into a $950 million plant for Tesla, a company that's worth a trillion dollars, They reported $53.8 billion in revenue in 2021. If you're talking about giving money to billionaires, Tesla puts the Pagoulas to shame. 
The Pagulas are living in my house compared to Elon Musk and Tesla. But how was the Tesla facility received when that was announced? Let's flash back to 2014. State Senator Tim Kennedy, here's what he had to say. Quote, when Governor Cuomo came to Buffalo last November. Actually, this is not an actual quote. This is the statement they put in the press release. So it sounds, you know, it's beefed up. This is a work down. Quote, this is the perfect quote they came up with. When Governor Cuomo came to Buffalo last November to announce the Riverbend site, we were ecstatic at the prospect of 900 jobs promised. But now with the announcement of 3,000 good-paying jobs coming to Buffalo, more jobs than anyone thought possible, Buffalo's future is brighter and stronger than ever before. Well, on the actually, it maybe was more jobs than anyone thought possible because if we just go back to December of this year, Tesla reached its job requirement with the state of 1,500 employees, 1,500 at the Buffalo factory after seven years. So half of that 3,000 that they're mentioning right there in 2014. But he continues, this project teams up one of the most dynamic companies in America, Solar City, with what's quickly becoming one of the most business-friendly states in the country, New York State. <laughs> really? One of the most dynamic companies in America, Solar City. Just two years after this announcement, Solar City went defunct in November of 2016. I mean, dynamic in their ability to get a billion dollars from New York State and go defunct two years later. That's a lot of movement. Erie County Executive Mark Polencar said back then, the excitement accompanying Solar City's investment in Erie County with a $5 billion investment and 3,000 local jobs builds on the drumbeat of positive news that's being heard across our region. I mean, nothing but positive things to say. Uh, the mayor was positive. Buffalo Mayor Byron Brown at the time, he's very positive. He actually had it right, though. He said, this is what it's all about, putting shovels in the ground, people to work. Game-changing project at the Buffalo High-Tech Manufacturing Hub at Riverbend will create over 1,000 new jobs. He was right on that. You know, 1,500 is what they ended up with at the end of last year. He wasn't going 3,000 like everybody else. Uh, Dr. Elaine Calieros uh, back then, he was the chief executive officer of SUNY Polytechnic Institute, said this is a crowning achievement for Governor Cuomo's Buffalo Billion Dollar Initiative. Uh, you know, he was all backslaps and handshakes and smiles. I was there uh, that day in 2014. Calieros, uh, right now, he's hoping to serve his 42-month federal prison sentence for bid rigging related to that project at the same downstate detention center that held Sheldon Silver and Dean Skelos. So that's his big project for right now is uh, where he'll spend the next 42 months. Uh, he wants it that, you know, nice prison more so than the other ones. Uh, but everyone was happy. No one had a bad thing to say, and nobody questioned. It was just all, yeah. And look what we end up with here. Not saying it's a, a bad what we ended up with, but was it worth giving a billion dollars to a trillion-dollar company? The job expectation didn't match up. In 2014, everyone was Tim Kennedy, Mark Polencars, everyone was saying 3,000 jobs locally. I have 1,500 here, and that was good enough for the state to not find Tesla. But 
are we skewed in the way we look at giving money for development here? I mean, if you're shelling out the money, what do you want to see it shelled out for? 803-0930 to join me. Brian Mazarowski here with you on WBEN. All right, welcome back. Brian Mazarowski here. And, you know, to people texting in to Joe, Joe isn't here. And he hasn't been here for like the last month. All right? I know it can be confusing. I'm as and Beamer. But just me here with you for the last several weeks, for the remainder of this week. You'll hear Joe later on. <laughs> but I know, I know we're two white guys, but I don't think we sound that much alike. Maybe we do. I guess so. But Brian Mazarowski here with you for the next uh, few minutes or so. We're talking about development in Buffalo. What would you spend the money on, if anything? What should these public dollars go to? Uh, When it comes to the stadium, is that a good deal? You know, I'm bringing up Tesla, and and it might sound like I'm rallying against the deal. Not so much. I... I'm not going to sit here and say that that's, that was a bad investment by the state. It was a huge investment. I think if you are of the mind that super rich people should never get public money for building something for their own business, then you would definitely say it's a bad investment. I mean, Tesla's a trillion-dollar company making billions of dollars a year. Uh, but I'm not going to say that that was a terrible. I, I think it's great that we have Tesla here in Buffalo. I just want that same energy that we saw with Tesla and that same energy that promised a lot of things that never really happened to be around a Bills stadium. If that's the direction we're going. I mean, Tesla, you look at the state spent about 475 They spent about half a million dollars. Per job made. Is that a good investment? I don't know. But it sounds better to me than $176,000 per electric vehicle charger, which was announced yesterday. Uh, Sam is in Buffalo. Sam, you're on WBEN. Uh, what are you thinking about all this? Oh, man, you got me You got me going, but you kind of popped my bubble there. I was uh, ready to really go off. Uh, Go off. I, well, I may hypothetically work there. I may not. Uh, but about four years ago, I may have hypothetically started there or not. And um, since then, I have, I mean, if, if everyone in this area took advantage of the opportunity that place gives, um, I think you'd be hearing about it on the news. Uh, you can lead a horse to, to water, but you can't make them drink. You can give a community a great opportunity, but you can't make them take advantage of it. Um, I showed up there every day for four years. I worked hard, and right now i living in a brand-new house that I just bought this past summer. There's no reason that anyone that works there can't do that, and I'm sure there's a lot of people that working there right now are doing that and are in the process of trying to do that. Um, so I... It's it's strange that that people talk a lot of smack about this this place coming here, but like I've never been paid better in my life. I I worked at Wester for ten years and and made I think like ten thirty five the entire time. Not one time did I get a raise as a lock boy. Like as soon as I go to Tesla in four years, I, I buy a house. 
I think there's something to that. No, I'll leave it, leave it at that. Well, Sam, that's a great story. That is, I mean, you are the poster of what the state is hoping for. I guess my question to you now is now that you are feeling the benefit of that billion dollar investment from the state, does that change the way you think about how, whether it's the state or the federal government, about how they spend money going forward? Are you more likely to say, you know, when the state comes through and says, you know, we're going to give a billion dollars to build a new football stadium, does your experience make you more likely to say, you know what, yeah, let's go? Uh, I mean, granted, everything is circumstantial, right? Because it just obviously depends on how many jobs it's going to provide, what those jobs are going to make, who gets contracts for what. And you just got to gotta have the right people working that out. And it kind of sounds like we both agree that a certain county executive might not be the right guy to do that. Well, Sam, thanks for the call. I mean, I'm not passing any judgment on that. I, I'm just saying, as you, now, Sam would be, to me, the type of person who would see a billion dollars for a football stadium in Buffalo and say, yes, absolutely. One, I'll give it $2 billion. Why? Because Sam, who we just talked to, is reaping the reward of an investment made by the state now seven years ago in this big Tesla plant, which the criticisms... You know, why I'm bringing this up is the criticisms could be exactly the same. You know, why, what is the main thing? You know, we heard it from George Maziars earlier this morning. What are you going to hear as the number one complaint about this stadium deal? It's why are we giving public money taxpayer dollars to someone who's very wealthy to basically build them a new home for their business. That's what the criticism is going to be from a lot of people downstate when this stadium deal is brought up and finally announced. That would have been the criticism when it comes to this Tesla plant. It's about the same amount of money. We're talking maybe, we don't know the details yet, but we're talking maybe a billion dollars in public money, state money, for a new football stadium. This Tesla plant cost nearly a billion dollars in state money to completely build, not just build, but outfit. You know, it's it's almost like we're building the stadium and we're also buying the weight racks that go inside. And that's what they did for Tesla. And if your objection to a stadium is why give all this money to somebody who already has it, the Pagula's worth, you know, what, a $5 billion. I mean, Tesla is worth a trillion dollars. They made 53, almost $54 billion just in 2021 revenue alone. So you'd have that same argument and then some. What we heard from Sam is on the flip side of that. Is to him and to the people who are directly impacted by this, and I would argue that's a lot of people with the stadium, that's not just the employees who are going to work in it. 
that is everyone who's making money off the bills, frankly, which is a lot of people, that they're going to see the benefit from that investment. And to them, they would say, well, of course the investment's worth it because now I have this job, I have this income or this opportunity that didn't exist, wouldn't have existed without the investment. And sure, you could say, oh, build it yourself, but guess what? They're not going to build it themselves. Unless we radically change the way this whole thing works, these people are not going to build it themselves. That's That might sound like the good option, uh, but it's not really on the table. If this Tesla facility wasn't built by New York State, it wouldn't be in New York State. It would just go somewhere else. Look at what happened to Amazon. Amazon. There were, there were about to be a lot of Sams at Amazon downstate. They wanted to build a second headquarter in New York State. Until every, AOC, everybody downstate said, no, no way. We're not giving money to a trillion-dollar company to build out their facility. And that wasn't even money, by the way. This With this Tesla facility, that was literal money. I mean, they actually built that. With Amazon, they were just talking about tax breaks. But that was actual money they were giving Tesla. And, you know, the result is people go to work. It's not 3000 but it is 1500 And what do they do? People go to work like our last caller. Now they're buying a house. Now they're spending other money. And that, you know, it's like that domino effect. Now they have money to give to you, to me, and it spreads throughout the community. Now they're paying taxes on the house, so you get a little bit of money back that way. Probably not a billion dollars in taxes you're spending on that house, but it's, it is a, it, it, I mean, that is the logic behind the let's spend the public uh, money to it. And if you don't want that, that's perfectly fine. And there are, I respect the person who says, no. I respect the person who says, I don't want any of this money to be given to the Pagulas, to Tesla, to any company. I don't want to build a bridge that will allow people to go to a Sabres game without a coat on. I don't need a new you know, bike path or an electric bus. I want you to cut my taxes to as low as possible and spend money on basic infrastructure, roads, bridges, maintenance, everything like that. And if that's your opinion on it, I respect it. But, you know, be consistent with it, too. Let's head over to Dave. Dave is in Williamsville. D, 
Dave, you you have uh, this ten million. Let's just we'll stay with the ten million. We won't go a billion. You have this ten million dollars in federal money. What do you spend it on? In Buffalo. Probably transportation, but not electric, uh, roads, bridges, and stuff like that. Make sure people can get around and uh, improve parks a little bit. I mean, they got a few plans like that already. So you're more of the mind of basic infrastructure. Wait a minute. I got things going off here. Okay, my, my Alexa just went off. Okay, now what is I'm sorry, what did you say? <laughs> so you, the way you're talking, you like basic infrastructure. You have $10 million in public money, roads, bridges, give me a lawn to sit on. What do you think about giving money to build a new football stadium? Uh, <coughs> should be very, very little uh, taxpayers' money. That money should come from the owners and the uh, people involved in the game. All right. Well, hey, Dave, thanks for the call. I, it is not going to work that way. I agree with you. That's what it should be. But, again, you have to. Uh, how do you get disappointed? What we talked about at the uh, start of the show. When expectations don't meet reality. And if it is your expectation that a football, an NFL team owner in Buffalo is going to spend completely their own money to build a new stadium, that doesn't match up with reality. So you're going to be disappointed, unfortunately. That is the ideal world, right? Elon Musk would make his own solar Tesla plant. Over at Riverbend, he'd spend his own money. Terry and Kim Pagula would spend all their own money to build a football stadium. That would be the ideal world, the utopia. But it's not rooted in the reality that we're with here. And I just want the same energy as we had with Tesla. I mean, the way they talked about remember that this wasn't originally for Tesla. It, it actually would have made more sense if it was for Tesla back in the day. It was for Solar City, which State Senator Tim Kennedy said it was one of the most dynamic companies in America. You're going to bring 3,000 good-paying jobs to Buffalo. And then they went defunct two years later. And that job, 3,000 jobs to Buffalo, well, there's 1,500 at the facility. 8030930 we'll go to Tony next uh, Tony you're on WBEN what you, you have this money you're you're in control of the state pocketbooks what do you think are, are you willing to spend on a new stadium do you buy a, a tunnel to go from a rail line to the arena I mean, what do you think about this I think it's absolutely ridiculous to consider anything other than getting a stadium after all these years and I think it should be built in the city as they should have put UB, the, the uh, North Campus, in the city. And I think this whole government, for, since I was a, I've been here all my life, I was through the 50 years of stagnation. Finally, over the past 12 years, private investment from developers like Paladino and Rocco Termini and so forth 
has said, the heck with it, we're going to be here, we might as well invest our money in spite of the confiscation of their, their wealth through taxes. You know, it's so unbelievable that the people in this state, in this community, are so blind because they're, they're born Democrat, they stay with the Democrat, they go to work, they're like robots. Why don't you open up your eyes and, re- and see how ridiculous Cuomo, the Buffalo Billion, for this solar city, which is a joke, this, this, the, this, the solar city technology has been, it was obsolete before they built the damn thing. And as soon as the investigation got close to Cuomo, he stops it. Now the guy's <laughs> out of office. I mean, what, what does it take? And think about this. The biggest tax we pay as taxpayers is school tax. But they won't allow any competition, like the voucher system, because they're fools. They're paying these teachers to come in here. All right, Tony, 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 you're running away with your point. So let me focus on something you said earlier, which was that in spite of all this uh, being taxed, that you're starting to see development downtown. I'll give you the counter, counter argument to that. And that would be that despite it taking a very long time and it being maybe a ridiculous process, is some of that coming? I mean, this is the argument you'll get from the political side of things. How much is, of that is coming from or because of public investment? I mean, now that you're starting to see private interests downtown, a private investor take over one Seneca Tower, well, how much of that is because of we turned a, a wasteland, a decaying arena into, you know, something nice, a place that people want to go to? I, you can maybe work it both ways. I mean, thanks for your text. Uh, you know, people standing true. Reality is government that's from the text board was not intended to prop up private enterprise. And hey, if that's your thinking, you can stand against all this and I'll respect that. But I, I want people to keep the same energy. And I guess at the end of the the day, what I'm thinking is, why is this conversation, why does it seem like, because it's for a sports team and not a solar farm, it's the same thing. It's a billion dollars for a private company to build their, to build where they're going to do their business. And I'm just hoping we have the same energy. Tesla, the bills. Let's see. Hey, I'll be back here tomorrow. Thanks for hanging out with me over the last hour. Uh, BMS and Beamer, Brian Mazrowski here on WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.